Uh, welcome to episode two of the Metal Project, side project of What Do You Like? Because it's Maria and Annabelle, and we like metal music. If you don't like metal music, make your own show. I agree. Yeah, I think so. Considering the amount of time we put into this. I'm going to make a salsa one. <laughs> <That's good>. <laughs> <laughs> you do that. Because... <laughs> No, for today's up, today's topic is going to be the band Bloodywood from New Delhi, India. These guys are something else entirely. I got to tell you, they're pretty cool. They are pretty cool. <laughs> like I found them first just by happenstance because they are a lot in the same grain as um, I would say. Like Linkin Park uh, is a pretty big influence. They've mentioned. The guy who's sort of behind the whole project, who kind of brought everyone together, Karan Khadiar, mentioned that his first album was Meteora, which is Linkin Park album, which I know because they do, they've done quite a few streams where they just answer people's questions. They just have played in the back. Oh, okay. They just answer, they just yeah, answer yeah. questions. I was like, is a song playing in the background? No, <laughs> no. They just are like, what metal songs do you like? And they're like, uh, this stuff. And... There you go. <laughs> Their brand of metal is probably best described as Indian folk. It's also been called Punjabi, st- pu- Punjabi street metal. <laughs> and I really got to say here, like, need I say more? That sounds amazing. <laughs> it's, it's pretty awesome. Like, yeah. They're using, using traditional instruments with metal, so... Every time that's there, I'm like, wow, I am amazed. Yeah. (laughs) I'd say, like, we definitely were able to get more uh, information, like, gleaned from this. Or at least it was easier to access all of the information available because we love Behemoth, but God, that is, there's a lot of stuff on them. and It's a lot to get through. (laughs) It's an old band, so there's, like, tons of information on it. It's real. What was frustrating to me was I had been looking and looking and looking for interviews from the other two band members, and mm. it was like I found one of each. I was like, "Oh fuck yes!" <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I did it. I found it. And then, like literally the day after we recorded, um, they, YouTube was like, "We heard you wanted these interviews from these guys. Here you go." And it was just like one after the other. <laughs> Thank you, YouTube. <laughs> Thanks, YouTube. I appreciate you. They probably just listened to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> The moderators are like, oh, this is useful for you. Oh, this is useful. You haven't recorded yet, have you? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely what I would say is new metal or alt. And they have in their main three are uh, going to be Karan Katiar, ja- uh, Jayant Vadula, who does vocals and growls, Raul Kerr, who is does the rap vocals, and uh, Katiar is guitar, flute, Production, composition, he does it all. Everything. He does everything. (laughs) (laughs) They also have the touring members because, and this is my personal favorite part of this whole band, is Sathak Pawa, who does the dole, who plays the dole, which is the traditional Indian drum. And that has gotten a lot of positive uh, responses, I would say, from... I would 
recommend seeing the videos. He's having the time of his life. I love this guy. He <laughs> looks like he's having so much fun. I mean, they all do, but... Like, I, I want to go up there and play with him. Yeah. He's, I love just seeing him in the background, because he's just he's just having the freaking time of his life. The band's, like, going hardcore, and he's just in the back, like, yes, yes. I'm playing. I'm playing. He's got the door. There's also Rashan Roy, who does bass, and Vishesh Singh, who does the drums. So those are the guys who are make up this band. I will say one of their other collaborators who appears on the song Aj is um, the woman who goes by the name uh, Snake Charm. Uh, she is also a Indian musician and her specialty is the bagpipes. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> she is That's awesome. Yes. It is awesome. Her name is Archie J, but she does the female vocals for one of my other favorite songs called Aj. And yeah, she hasn't played bagpipes on a song of theirs yet, but I would love That'd it. That'd be she, awesome to see. It? Like they, they should do it. Yeah. So, if, you, if you hear this, do it. <laughs> please do this. That sounds amazing. Just, just for us. Just us. No, no, actually, like make the song just. Yeah. Thirty seconds. What happened? <laughs> just <at> the beginning. <laughs> just jam for a minute and send this to us. <laughs> I mean, you can just listen to her regular stuff too. Oh yeah, but. <laughs> so. How did these guys like r- get on our radar? Because it's probably not hard to tell, but metal is not a big genre in India. Uh, the biggest genre would probably be like film music or Bollywood music, not bloodywood music. And metal is considered a, almost like a passing fad when you're in high, in college because it is a part of it is a music of rebellion and so people you know they get into it in college and then they promptly forget about it much and, like it was a, year, a couple of years ago yeah and like you, you looked up how many metal bands are in the underground in india and it's yeah i mean internet quick search said mm-hmm. like a hundred and something which is super low yeah, number for the size of india yeah, yeah. so not they're not really that there's not a lot of uh bands out there these guys managed to pop up in a really quick amount of time. Like mm-hmm. they were, they really just started in 2018. And I would say, ironically, it was thanks to Bollywood itself because they started making covers of pop music. And then where they found their tune was they did a cover, a metal cover of this of the folk song Ari Ari, which if you check out the music video, it looks absolutely amazing. They're improv i would say with what Mm. they had around because it's them walking through the streets of the yeah walking through the streets of uh india and they you know at one point i think i want to make i'm pretty sure this is ari ari and i really hope it is (laughs) and if not i'm sorry but this does happen in at least one music video where they have like one guy riding a camel they got another guy riding a horse (laughs) (laughs) they got dancers it's awesome this song because it is a cover of a folk song got the ear of a famous bollywood actress named elena de De cruz who shared the so shared on her their video on social media and that gave them like a huge boost um in popularity because in uh karan kadiar's words it is bollywood is royalty in india so people pay attention so again giving a band that is considered a niche genre in india that kind of boost is pretty cool and uh want to think i mean they also started right before covid so i know that's 
probably we really helped. <laughs> I mean, they they were tour. They did their first tour, first tour ever, in I believe 2019, 2018. Okay. And so, and after that, they promptly started working on their uh, full album, Rock Shack, which also is a really great album for mm-hmm. I'd say a really good debut album for them. I liked it. I like it. <laughs> what makes this band stick out? Out of uh, besides the fact that they happen to do a cover for a famous for that caught the eye of someone who is famous, because they're not the only Indian metal band out there. I would say there there's also a, a bit of a hint of cleverness hmm. to how they market themselves, because they're very, it's very easy to communicate with them. They are a big. They are very. They have a Patreon. They are not on a label, so they are completely independent. All the mixing is done by them, which is very, I would say, admirable because this is them doing what they want and how they want it to sound. I thought you were going to say that their their marketing is the puns. Their marketing probably is puns, (laughs) but easy to communicate, easy to talk to. They've done multiple streams that have been uploaded to YouTube where fans can talk with them and ask questions. That is really smart. And it's not, you know, they're not the only band who does this. I believe uh, Slaughter to Prevail, uh, Alex Terrible, who's the lead singer, he has done that a couple times. And it's probably becoming more prevalent as uh, social media and even especially lockdown was, uh, yeah, was I mean, a problem for the last few years. Now, now you have a lot of bands that are interacting with fans through TikTok and mm-hmm. just uh, YouTube shorts, like something like Avatar when yeah. they're touring and just doing <laughs> random videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're not only communicating with people from India, but they're also communicating with fans who are outside of India, but they, according to their uh, um, documentary, Raj Against the Machine, pun one, <laughs> strike one. <laughs> Writing it down. <laughs> one of their first international concerts was in, if not the first, was in Germany at a festival, and they were greeted so excitedly by, like, Woo. by the fans. That, no, they were, some dude, they have like some dude going, oh my god! Oh my god, you're here! Oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> you're really here. We didn't know you were gonna. Yeah, because they, they were again. These guys, they had never performed in front mm-hmm. of an. They had done practice runs in India. They hadn't done any international tours yet or international. That, that must be nerve wracking. Like they were popular with what they had, with the few singles that they had released. That you know they were getting attention to the point where with. No performances under their belt. They were contacted by Vakan Open Air mm-hmm. and was were asked to do a performance. I cannot imagine how terrifying. It really must have been. Yeah. And for those of you who don't yeah. know, Vakan Open Air is it's if you are performing at this metal at this metal festival, you have made it. I would be terrified. I would too. I would too. Just... I can barely speak in front of ton people. <laughs> and that is what is the center. Of, that's the finale, basically, of their uh, documentary that you can mm. get on YouTube. Uh, is them touring to practice to get ready for this concert that they're going to perform at Vakin. And I believe they had like forty-five minutes. <laughs> but <Whoa. laughs> but still. That is huge. Yes. They didn't even have an album out yet. Yeah, I mean, with just singles, 45 minutes is hard. Yeah, and uh, 
I think that's how long they had it. It was a standard like middle of the day performance. Mm. Maybe they had lost. I don't know. <laughs> but they had by that point produced their well most well known song at that time, uh, G Vere, uh, which is a song about basically living another day. It's fighting depression. And this is a song that I find is truly a rare type of song in metal music. You'd agree? I, I would agree, yes. It is putting them talking to the person rather than how other musics, uh, how other musicians do it where they are implementing how they feel into the song. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're right. Like, for me, this is a song that really sticks with me because when I first heard it, you know, I was like, I don't think I know of any songs in metal that are actively telling the listener to keep fighting. There's a lot of songs that are saying, this is how I feel, these are my feelings, and the listener can empathize because they feel the same way. That's also important. There is a fuck tongue of songs about that. Ozzy Osbourne, Dio, Korn, Megadeth, Metallica, all have written songs about name depression. <laughs> and that's only to name, you know, the big, the big hitters. But Givaray does not care about your symptoms of your depression. It is saying, don't succumb to it. We believe in you. You can fight. You can, they are going. cheering you on. Yes. Yes. I, my first thought was them is very aggressive cheerleaders, <laughs> <laughs> which you need. You don't realize you need it until you have someone. That's, that's a nice picture though. Like just cheerleaders but metal yes <laughs> sure that must i want that to exist <laughs> just like... come on like a full like kiss suit cheerleading <laughs> you on <laughs> you can do it we believe in you but it is important to say that because i think a lot of uh people don't realize how badly you need someone saying that you can do it even though it's as uh, cliche as it sounds, yeah, until you hear it. it. It sounds corny, and then when you actually do need it, you're like, oh my god, this is great. Yeah. And I, I mean, you can go into their YouTube video uh, and see people commenting, yes, I needed this. Yeah. I mean, their music video has about 6,500 comments, and a lot of them are just, you have saved my life with this song. So it shows that people need to hear that. They mm -hmm. might not realize it, but it, it is something that I don't think a lot, you know, even other musicians might even realize. Yeah. It's something that people who don't listen to metal would realize that metal has. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, everybody just thinks, oh, metal. Rawr. But the bands try to get a message across, and this specific band is trying to uplift you with this specific yeah. song yeah which is amazing and, and that was what i was trying to look for because i literally typed in you know metal music that concerns depression and you know there was a couple psychiatry websites that were like here are songs with metal that are metal music that talk about depression and you know there was slipknot there was R.E.M.'s not exactly metal. I don't know why I was on this particular <laughs> list, but we'll include them. There was Hurt by Johnny Cash slash Nine oh, Inch Nails. That's metal. That is quite metal, even though the way Johnny sings it is not. There were, And P.O.D., Youth of the Nation, Good Charlotte, The Amity Affliction, The Who, to name a couple bands that were on this list. 
a lot of these dealt with substance abuse and them over and having to deal with it and it's always about the person singing having to deal with it and the only two i saw that were not about the singer or struggling with these problems or the subject matter struggling with it and instead being like actively like there is a separate it is separation from the singer and the audience in a sense i wonder if they got this idea because they're influenced by lincoln park yeah where it would be like talking to them rather than what they did i mean and like the only two i could really see for that was hold on by good charlotte which was it was them saying keep fighting however their music video includes a lot of people who are relatives or friends of people who committed suicide and it's basically saying you are this is what you're leaving behind i don't know i i think that it's an important message i definitely it is important it is it should be said it also is kind of i don't want to say threatening because it's like yeah i guess it's different in a way where it's not trying to understand you it's more so trying to give you a reason Mm -hmm. to be here still yeah where the other one is like hey i understand what you're going through and it gets better just keep going yeah keep trying yeah i'm not a big fan of good charlotte so forgive me if i got the whole point of the song wrong (laughs) but that was just how i felt from the music video itself the other example was P.O.D.'s Youth of the Nation, which was about school shooters, uh, school shootings, sorry, because I can't believe I'm saying this, but this song was made following the Columbine High School shooting, and they were writing the song, they were getting ready to do it, and then there was another shooting that happened about two blocks from where they were recording, or their hometown in San Diego, and they realized that they had to really make a statement. Honestly, we sh- should make again. <laughs> yeah, I think it's time. <laughs> yeah, just a refresher. <laughs> yeah, but it was more of a come together, and I would say it's almost a warning. Okay. Because they're saying, you know, the, these, it, it is a, the story, the song itself is a collection of stories about sh- the people who committed the shootings and the people and the victims. Mm-hmm. And, it's saying this is what's happening don't let this happen don't ignore it yeah which is also a powerful message again similar in the sense that it's not describing symptoms or internal struggles or emotions but it is also not in the same vein as givere which is overall a happy pushing you know trying to keep the listener afloat like like we said they're in the background cheerleading for you (laughs) yes so that i think is why that song is so loved it has very good reason to be it is in the terms of metal music pretty unique and a lot of this can be attributed to raul kerr their uh other vocalist who does the rap lyrics he has rap and hip-hop career outside of this band and he was a collaborator before becoming a permanent member he is very politically minded and he is a social justice warrior in the non-derogatory sense i mean they have a song that literally says we cannot stand we cannot remain we cannot play politically neutral (laughs) yeah yeah but according to jaya and uh karan 
they are not the greatest lyricists and uh, Raoul came in and helped them out. <laughs> but you can see in his rap songs a lot of uh, similarities between what he sings about there and what they sing what they're singing about in the their latest album. For example, his song For Her is about sexual assault and trying to bring it to the forefront, making it known. So I would even say a less aggressive, uh, less aggressive message compared to their song Donna Don. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the one that you listened to, right? It's one they essentially kicked it up a notch and went like, all right, now we're just gonna like tackle it directly. Yeah, that Donna Don is, I think, on a moral level, my favorite song by them. I like Adar how it sounds more. I like Donna Don because. It again is not just about a single individual. It is about all aspects of the issue of sexual assault. I mean, it again is saying that this is not okay. And their answer to it in their words is, someday I can change his kind with my mind, but until then, Donna Don, which they're saying is basically bring the beat down because the whole song is about finding domestic abusers and or rapists, sexual assaulters slash rapists, and beating the ever loving fuck out of them. <laughs> which is it's surprise. beautiful. It, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We we love it here. I I just <laughs> you get. Four thumbs up. (laughs) We had more thumbs, we would get more. (laughs) Like, what a wonderful sentiment. I wholly support that. But again, it's a song that where the obvious is there, and you might not think it needs to be said, but you're really glad it's being said, and you realize, no, I we need more people to be saying saying this yeah i I mean we can't just stand on the side and let it keep happening and just acknowledge it and just brush it off to the side and that's what they're trying to do they're bringing it out they're trying to say hey we need to do something about this yeah which you know in this case is just beating them up but (laughs) yeah Uh, as a person who's you know i mean i'm not gonna say what but i've had an experience i guess Mm -hmm. I'm fine. Everything's fine. It's totally fine. It is good to hear. It was kind of cathartic, to say the least. It, especially this song, is good to hear from people who are from an Indian band. Because there have been multiple studies done, but I think the biggest example of the issue of rape culture in India is the um, Nandia public like rape gang rape case, um, and I believe uh, Raul Kerr said in an interview he was getting putting together his thoughts basically and getting stuff together. Or I'm sorry, it wasn't. It's Nirbaya. I'm so sorry for mispronouncing that. It was the Nirbaya rape case, and he realized he needed to start writing stuff writing down his feelings and writing down his opinions of this because the Nirbaya case, very famous case, horrible. And it was a step, it was when people started protesting saying that the culture in India needs to change. Yep. So I do like that song I think is good. It definitely takes, I believe from like 
their own, like from seeing seeing what's happening in the culture around them and saying that it's it is not okay. I don't think it's as bad as 2012 when that happened, but and there has been some improvement, but it's not enough. It's not going to be enough until it's not happening. <laughs> like we said, we love it. Uh, yeah, it's great that bands are out there putting their opinions on the table and yeah. how this is wrong and needs to stop. Yeah. For those who don't know, it, this is a pretty common theme on uh, metal as a whole. I feel, you know, you have other bands that either had uh, relatives that went through it or just want to speak out that this is a problem and needs to stop. And they did a really good job in this song. Yeah. And I think it's good that it's not just saying them saying, well, it happened to me, it happened to someone I know, so therefore it has to stop. It's, no, <laughs> it has to stop, period. This is dumb, guys. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, am I taking crazy pills? <laughs> The other thing is that they're kind of putting their money where their mouth is through giveaways of prepaid online counseling se- sessions when they're with their release of G. Varey. And they also have been um, helping stray animals with donating to shelters for to try to help with the stray animal po- uh, population issue. I would say like these guys definitely are taking their ca- their career and moving it on to the idea of being activists. Yeah, like they built a platform and they're using it to try to change the world and that is amazing yeah whenever raul can be seen you know in a music video or performing he always wears a shirt that says no flag which is a reference to his ultimate goal of uniting the world to try to make it a better place it's a simple sentiment and doing and i think his way of saying is is i'm doing it any way i can and i have this goal and i'm not gonna stop which is a great sentiment, especially yeah. with all the recent things that have been happening, especially in uh, 2022. Especially. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, his direct quote is, magnitude of the prevailing problems and challenge human race, challenging the human race to fight back on a global scale and reshape the world we live in. Quite ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that it's a good sentiment to keep pushing yourself forward with. It's, a, it's an excellent motivator. For, that's for sure. The only one motivator I can think of a better is spite. Yes. And sometimes that helps too in this case. <laughs> <laughs> Things that make them more like unique is their ability to face political problems head on. Their communication with the fans, it being very simple, very simple to do and very easy if you want to take the time. Also the fact that they are almost completely independent, if not completely independent. They're, the way they fund their band is through Patreon. So that is interesting because that means that they have complete creative control over what they do. Yeah, they don't have a label saying, no, you can't say this. Yeah, and that's good because they have a clear dissent with some, how some policies in India are carried out. And they are small and in a genre that's not music genre that's not really looked at. But if you have someone who's like who's a publicist who's trying to do business, trying to get your your name out there, hmm. they're probably not going to like that you're calling out corruption in the government. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's it would be hard to do. Uh, yeah, especially uh, at least from what I know from reading a couple books uh, based on how the pharmaceutical industry works over there. There's there's a social structure where you really don't mess with the people that have the money up there. So, uh, to, to, like, 
anywhere else in the world, I would imagine at this point. But whoever is your publicist will not like that. <laughs> yeah, probably not. It's generally frowned upon. So them keeping themselves mostly independent is probably their best business decision. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it's keeping them away from an other party that might not even try to silence them, but keep them from going after their ultimate goal. I mean, I looked into, you know, what is the policy about, like, criticism of the government? And again, journalists take the majority of, I would say, the, uh, I don't want to say beat up. They don't get beaten up. The brunt of the issue, the brunt of the problem when they if they speak out against the mm-hmm. government but these guys are pretty under the radar as is <laughs> and metal music is kind of again like we said in the beginning not not viewed as anything important so i think that is a smart decision on there it might be subject to change but uh who knows they they're still a very young band compared to you know the other bands we have on our list and who we want to talk about. Yeah, there's people with 20 years plus, so... Exactly, and... <laughs> That's four years, it's nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited to see what they do next. To go along with how they communicate with the fans a lot is they're very upfront with how things work hmm. and what they're looking for. I they're One of their streams, trying to get onto the Billboard uh, 200, I think. Okay. I don't know. It was a Billboard list of albums they were saying (laughs) they were talking to the chat and they're saying buy our album please (laughs) we're we're just trying to get up there (laughs) yeah because people were donating money to them which is totally they were like we appreciate it but put that money to buying the album (laughs) it does the same thing if you do it on the other side where you get some music with it (laughs) can you just can you just buy the album buy the album don't buy it on iTunes specifically. <laughs> they were being very specific. They weren't saying like, oh, thank you, and like accepting the money and not saying anything. They were just like, no, this is our goal. This is what we want. Do this for us, please. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> we love you, but please. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I was like, that's really funny that they're just being not funny, but it's genuine genuine yeah Yeah. for me that's funny someone being genuine is hilarious to me (laughs) (laughs) well like we were talking about i was i was uh like gushing about the raj against the machine documentary and you were just like well you know that's all how that's all based on how they want it to be seen and i'm like well yes to an extent i'm more inclined to believe what they're saying that's fair yeah there's not there's a lot of transparency because I feel like for them they don't have anything to hide. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> can't yeah. really add much to that. Yeah, I mean, it, I think uh, they also showed some of the tricks they used to um, to get ready for their tour. For example, they rented out a stage. Okay. Areas to practice performing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Isn't that fun? I never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were like, we've never performed prefer- before. Like in front of an audience, we don't. What, what do we do? Imagine they had like two people on the uh, on, like the crowd going woo. Yeah, like sound mixers. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, good job. <laughs> Encore. But it, it's like the whole idea that we were talking about with Slaughter to Prevail. How there was that whole placement mm. of each person on the stage. Like that was what helped. They worked through when yeah, they did that. I imagine. That, I mean. Even like I was saying earlier, like Ghost, when we saw them, they probably have a lot that goes into. <laughs> yeah, Tobias is like, and from the top! <laughs> Five, six! <laughs> <laughs> 
he's like, he's like pointing to the drummer. It's like, you're supposed to nod your head in three, four times. <laughs> no head banging. Why is your head not with the metronome? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, that's uh, that's something that we that they were discussing and like that they put together. That's and awesome. I think that's really smart, and you can tell that they are pretty savvy, mm. even at such a small like at such a small production and such an early stage that they're able to think because they think outside the box with that. Yeah, I mean... To my knowledge, who knows? Maybe every band does that. Every band's like, this is how we prepare. <laughs> They're like, no, that's like step one. <laughs> Buy a stage. Rent a stage. Buy a stage. <laughs> so guys, we bought a stage. Why? Because we wanted to practice for you. <laughs> <laughs> step one. <laughs> we just own a stage now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and I do like... But I do like that They're, they show like all the tricks that they have because... Again, going to them working so, like with the funding from the fans, they're able to show what they do. Yeah, it's like, this is what your funds are going to. Yeah, that's actually really good. <laughs> it's probably good to show their work. Like there's, there's another, there's other bands that go through, that do crowdsourcing and with varying degrees of success, we'll probably get to at least one in the future. Yes. But I would see these, say these guys definitely have a success, have had success with their crowdfunding. I would mm-hmm. say uh, they've, they, they're definitely making enough money Hopefully, it seems like <laughs> to, to continue. As far as we know, yeah. As far as we know, I mean, Rock I mean, Shack a was, tour, a, yeah. yeah, they had a tour. Rock Shack was a fan, I, in my opinion, a, was met with a lot of good reviews. I mm. would say the only thing, uh, based on my preliminary like review, uh, like search of it, was that someone was saying that the mixing could have been better. Which, yeah, I would agree. To an extent, I don't know for sure, sure, like, because I am not, a, I don't do that for a living. I think, like, on some of the song, like, I think it was, like, Yod was one that I was like, mm. you know, just, I w- wish I could have heard some of the uh, other instrumentation a little differently. Okay. I felt like it wasn't the best way of hearing it. That's all. For me. And if it's your favorite song, I am so sorry. <laughs> don't take it personally at all. It's opinion. It is an opinion. <laughs> Can be totally wrong. <laughs> they, they, do uh, they they do have a tour. They're on. Yeah. They're coming. They're coming to the United States, and so I'm very excited for that. Was Slipknot, Rob Zombie, and Evanescence? Yes, they're at. It's the Aftershock Festival. I sent you that. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I sent you that screenshot. Going, I want all of this <laughs> except for the band that calls himself Rectal Smegma. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was a Rectile Smegma. Yep. <laughs> we were just like. Still think it's a beautiful name. <laughs> it was. What is all the bad words that we have? And they put it on a dartboard. Sending those. Ah, yes, I love this. <laughs> but yeah, they're going to be at the Aftershock Festival, which looks huge. It looks awesome. Yeah, I mean, if you're if they if you want to see them, I would highly recommend checking out their tour. You, they might be in a place near you. I would say they a little bit of a bigger fan base outside, like in Europe. But uh, so they're probably going to stick around there, but because yeah. the U.S. tour was a little harder, probably. Yeah, but yeah. No, they're able to do it. They're, they Rock Shock was, I would say, a success. 
And that probably gave them enough momentum to be able to come uh, across the Atlantic. Yeah. Hopefully it keeps going. I think so. I think they have a really strong future ahead of them. I, I do remember, like, one of the reviews I saw where they were, like, they mentioned the mixing. It was like, imagine if they actually had, like, someone whose job it is to do that, like a professional who's able to do it. I was like, but that's the whole point of them being independent. <laughs> they don't need it. But they don't, they don't want that. They're like, this is how we want it. <laughs> that's That's also such a weird thing to think because there, there's bands that will purposely go for a lo-fi True. sound and yeah actually what if they heard they read that and they were just like no that you were missing <laughs> literally missing the, the point. whole like, point that was, yes we did it on purpose <laughs> this is the point it was to make you uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> which if it was fantastic artistic fair play for, to you yeah <laughs> Yeah, I look. I can't. I hope they come into the Midwest area. Come, come to uh, the Wisconsin area if you ever hear this, guys. We'll buy you beer. We have cheese. We heard you. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> we have beer too. Beer and cheese. I will say, you know, cheese. If you've never been to Wisconsin, there's a company called New Glarus, and they only sell a certain type of beer, like their beer, in Wisconsin. So. Maybe that'll be enough motivation. <laughs> if you don't like beer, we're sorry. Oh no, they like beer. Oh, okay. <laughs> if they're drunken, if they're drunken, um, like compilation <laughs> at the music festivals was anything to go by. They love beer. <laughs> but yeah, I look forward to. I really want to see them live. I think that'll be great. I think you should definitely check out their album and uh you'll see a couple of videos that cool yeah they also do all of the uh further music videos they do translation because jayat sings in hindi raul sings in english he's mentioned that his hindi is not fantastic so he tries to stick to english um but he might try a little more hindi in the future i really like that giant giant sings in uh hindi and the translation and they include the translation indian singing intensifies exactly <laughs> Yeah, check these guys out. Tell us if you like them. Yeah, write write to us at uh, what do you like pod at podcast at gmail dot com. Or you know, if you know any cool bands that are similar, we will definitely take recommendations. Like, for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>